bridging digital and real world connections with Donna Serdula. She is an expert in LinkedIn networking. Discover the art of transforming digital connections into real world relationships in our exclusive interview with Donna Serdula, a leading LinkedIn profile optimization and networking authority. Donna highlights the importance of LinkedIn networking in today's digital world and shares strategies for effective online and offline networking. Learn from her how to create strong LinkedIn relationships that can lead to real-world connections and discover the crucial elements of a standout LinkedIn profile. Take advantage of this opportunity to learn from a true LinkedIn networking guru. Tune in, absorb, and revolutionize your approach to building professional relationships. Welcome to the Wellness Driven Life Show, where you're about to go on a wellness-driven ride. the same after we learned our 21-year-old daughter, Kristen, was murdered by her ex-boyfriend. It's a parent's worst nightmare. How much did we really know about domestic violence back then? Clearly not enough. Now we know plenty. We know domestic violence, or DV, can happen to anyone. One in three women suffer physical violence at the hands of intimate partners during their lifetimes. One in three I'm Bill Mitchell, host of the When Dating Hurts podcast, and my interviews with DV counselors, law enforcement, and especially actual DV survivors give the pandemic of domestic violence the attention it deserves. The When Dating Hurts podcast. It's a series of lives being saved. Let me share with you a little bit more about our guests we have here on the Wellness Driven Life Show today. Donner Sedula, founder of Vision Board Media, a company specializing in professional branding on LinkedIn. She and her team of 20 plus writers and coaches provide career building services through her website, linkedin-makeover.com helping individuals and businesses seize opportunities and transform their lives. She's also the author of two editions of LinkedIn Profile Optimization for Dummies and hosts the Big Dream, excuse me, the Dream Big with Big Dreamers podcast. That was a mouthful. Donna has shared her LinkedIn insights at global conferences, workshops, keynotes, and on various news Outlets. I am pleased and excited to welcome our guest to you today, Ms. Donna Serdula. Hi, Donna. Hey, April. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I had a mouthful. You know, I think that I I kind of went over your website in the improper way. So let's bring it up. I want you to share with this. It's www.linkedin-makeover.com. Is that correct? Yeah, that is correct. Awesome. I want to make sure that I have that right for the audience because it's a really cool website. And so I'll take that back out. Let's start by sharing with the audience a little bit more about you. Yeah, sure. So, so I started my business in 2009 and it was, a. Uh, so long ago now, <laughs> looking back, but at the time, I, I I just knew that people needed help in writing their LinkedIn profile because it's hard to write about yourself. It's one of those things where you know you can't you can't read the label when you're inside the jar type of situation. And you know the LinkedIn profile, you know, just played such a big role in business and prospecting and job search. And so many people were just copying and pasting a resume or just not even giving it much you know, much attention. 
So for me, it was starting the business and then it's evolved since then to really become a, a real personal branding platform. It, it definitely has become more of a personal branding platform. And, and I can say with, with my own personal experience, LinkedIn is the platform where I find the majority of the guests that we have on the Wellness Driven Life Show. It's definitely this playground of professional people where I, I find with other platforms, you don't really get that, that more professional air of expertise, mm -hmm. of knowledge, of the way that we show up in the world and show up on those digital platforms, right? Mm -hmm. And it's so interesting because nowadays we absolutely have to have that aspect if we want to go anywhere in business, as you very, very well know. And so it, it plays a big role in, in how we we relate in the world and how we move both in the digital aspect and in our personal aspects. And there is a little bit of a difference, isn't there? When we, we show up digitally to, you know, the people or the audience and how we show up with a, a physical interaction with others. Mm -hmm. You know, and I, I think that's the beauty of, of LinkedIn is, you know, it, it does allow us to to create these relationships to to get out there and to network without really necessarily having to to go into a, a room somewhere to do so and and that's a that's a great thing to be able to say hey i'm gonna, I'm gonna network right before dinner <laughs> network you know, in line at the starbucks why not Anytime. Yeah. And I think whether you are, you, you have your own business or you're working with corporations or you're still continuing to, to network in a sense, to, to build your community, to build those connections, being able to do it at any time is a true blessing. And I know a lot of us, ex all of us on the planet experienced that during the global pandemic where we weren't able to go out and meet others and really communicate on a, a physical level. Yeah, it's it's true. And I but I also feel that in some ways we've, you know, we've learned that you, know, you can work from work from home and you can still get the job done. You can still network on LinkedIn and still get the job done that you would have gotten, you know, done in a networking room somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, with that, along with that, I'm curious to know your thoughts on this, Donna. And I know we, we might be jumping a lot ahead and not really bringing any juicy insights on your own personal journey, but we could get to that. I'm curious, what are your thoughts on, you know, actually doing that where you are just meeting with people digitally and you're doing the majority of the work at home? What are your thoughts on that? You know, I think it works really well for some people, you know, where they, depending on where they live and where their target audience might reside. Um, you know, I, I do think that, you know, there's success as well to, to pushing forward and, and trying to do things in real, you know, in one-on-one -on -one as well. But, you know, you have to look and say what, what makes sense for you and for your life at this time. And for some people, you know, working, working LinkedIn and, and networking that way virtually is the right time for right now. Um, but that might change. And if it does change, there's, there's certainly other areas and things that you can do to get in front of, get in front of people, you know, in the real world. Do you feel like it's definitely something that people should have an understanding of to navigate their life around a digital uh, aspect as well? I, I think for some people, it's just really realizing where they're, where they're, where they are in their comfort zone, right? And and recognizing that there's pros and cons to both. So you know, LinkedIn is there. It's something that uh, I think a lot of people don't uh, immediately uh, embrace. I think you know, for a lot of people, um, you know, it's because it is a professional forum. Uh, they're they're scared. They're scared to make that first step because they might make a mistake or they might have, you know, you know, they might have a snafu of some type. And I think that that stops a lot of people from moving forward and embracing it. Um, you know, but if you can get beyond, you know, beyond that and say, Hey, wait, you know, I, I want to be here. I want to engage. I want to add value. I want to have fun. I want to network. I want to, you know, be there to educate and add value. Uh, there's, there's a lot of good that can come, come of it. Wow. You said so many things there that, you know, you and I can both relate to in the beginning of the show, we were having complications and 
you know, it's, it's very interesting because this program, the wellness driven life show goes live. And so it, whatever happens is happening and it goes out to the worldwide audience in real time. Right. And so you don't get the opportunity always to, to be able to just go and edit that out. So you mm -hmm. have to have this sense of vulnerability and just meet the fears straight on. If we didn't begin this show because we were fearful of it, then we wouldn't have these incredible, authentic, vulnerable conversations that we have here on the show. And what I wanted to play on that with a little bit is I think that there's a lot to be said about that where people, you know, they, they kind of get themselves caught up in that fear mode where they're like, I don't want to put myself out there, but I love the wording that you utilize. You said, I want to have fun. I want to engage and, you know, really shine a light on myself in order to be seen by, you know, somebody that's really going to make a difference in my life. And LinkedIn is one of those platforms, like you said, is that professional platform where you can really do a lot of things throughout the, the history of it, that it has evolved into so many different things where whether people agree with that evolvement or not, it has certainly done so, hasn't it? Do you want to talk a little yeah. bit about that and shed some light on that? Yeah, you know, it has evolved. It's really evolved. Um, you know, I look back and, you know, at one time it was really nothing more than just, you know, a database of profiles. And, you know, the newsfeed wasn't even there, you know, for a long time. <laughs> that wasn't even a part of it. And then once it did become a part of it, um, you know, I think a lot of people got scared because you made a slight change to your profile and, you know, updates would start to go out. You know, so-and-so updated their, their, mm. their profile. Their, they added a new position. They changed their headline. They added a profile picture. And, and there was a lot of spamming that took place back then. Um, that, that, that LinkedIn feed wasn't very interesting or engaging, you know, it was just a lot of just noise really. Um, I think it was right around the time that Microsoft acquired LinkedIn. And then after that, the, the pandemic, I think those were two real big shifts for the platform where, you know, we do see, you know, people getting on and and enjoying it. And that newsfeed is much more sticky than it ever was. And what I mean by sticky is like, you, you want to stay there. You want to mm. keep scrolling. It's fun. It's interesting. It's engaging. And, you know, I think with the, like you had said, we were talking about the, the global pandemic before, but, you know, like you didn't have the water cooler, you know, so you were looking for, for something to replace that. And, and LinkedIn became a great place to go. So, all of those things are great, and, and I think the future for LinkedIn is, is continues to show that 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 ability to to reinvent and 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 to change and and to keep doing more. And but the nice thing is, it's still there's still that focus on the professional. There definitely is, and and there's so many things. There's so many reasons why I really like to to stay in that particular platform as opposed to many others. And as a entrepreneur and a business owner, there's a, there's a strong realization that you definitely have to have a presence in, in a few of those buckets, depending on what you do and the audience that you're trying to reach. But I, I definitely appreciate the LinkedIn aspect with that professionalism. And what I enjoy the most is you still are able to personalize it. When you are making sure that your connections are really in alignment with the things that you do, the things that you want to see. I mean, we have so much choice in the matter where if we see something we don't like, we get to, you know, tweak it a little bit to, to not have to see that or not have to listen or hear. And while as that may be a little work, but once we're done with so many tweaks, we really get this beautiful feed system of things that are in, enlivening us, educating us. And, and I really appreciate that aspect of it. Yeah, I always say to people that, you know, when when you're going through that LinkedIn feed, if you see something you don't like, just scroll past it very quickly. <laughs> the, the more attention you give it, the more LinkedIn will start to feed you more things yeah. like that. Let's, so let's find some light on those algorithms a little bit. I know that you're you're definitely an expert in this field. Let's talk about those that algorithm aspect. You know, when I, I know that our our 
eyesight or our um our eyeballs <laughs> really play a part on that how long we stay on something so yeah. let's share with the audience a little bit more about that and what that means when we do stay on something and what we're going to continue to see more of yeah so for goodness gracious it was within like the last few years you know linkedin has factored in dwell time and so if you did stay on a post and, and really spend time on it, that fueled the post. That was a good sign that this post has, um, you know, has, has good stuff. It's quality. It's something that people want to see. They've, they've, they've taken that back a little bit. It's, it doesn't play as big of a role as it used to, but at the same time, it's still there. So, you know, if you do see something that you don't like, you know, don't expand, don't hit the show more, don't spend time on the post, don't like it, don't comment, just scroll past it. And, and, but when you, but on the, on the flip side, when you do see something that you like, uh, when someone from your network has, has posted, make sure that you do engage, you know, like it, mm -hmm. comment, uh, repost it, uh, even just, you know, saving it or sharing it uh, through the messaging aspect of LinkedIn. Those are all really great ways of helping that that posts author be seen by more people. You know what I think is is fascinating, Donna? It, it's like, let's take, for example, a, a car wreck on the side of the road and everybody mm -hmm. rubbernecks, right? They're, they <laughs> want to see the disaster that has taken place. And it's just this human nature to want to understand the things that have happened. And yet we have to kind of train ourselves the opposite when it comes to social media and the algorithms that take place. We have to realize that the the longer that we stay on something that is not something that we want to see, that isn't appealing, that might be grotesque or what have you, that it it's just going to continue to give us more of it. So really retraining ourselves to kind of do the opposite of a human nature, so to speak. Yeah. And um, and to definitely, like you said, engage further and more with the things that you appreciate, that you love, that you want to give shout outs to. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, but from what I understand is that engagement and how you engage really matters too. So it's not just in typing a, a few words that say, oh, congratulations. But the more that you type, the more yeah. that you engage, the more content and feedback that you're giving to those posts and feeds, the better. Is that correct? That, that is absolutely correct. So you really do. You want to put in a full sentence, <laughs> you know, don't just say great job or I love this or congrats. Yeah. It, you know, it's fine. It's, it's a step in the right direction, but you know, you really do want to engage. And so when you see a post on LinkedIn, that's interesting, you know, get into the comments and, and really share, share something, you know, what did this remind you of? Do you have advice for it? Does this, does it make you think of something else? Um, how can you further explore the topic with the author? So those are all things to, to keep in mind because LinkedIn really does want engagement. And th the nice thing is, when you start to engage on posts and you're commenting and you're having these back and forth conversations, when you do in fact post yourself, more people will see it because you've already shown that you're engaged and you're interested and you're creating that network on your LinkedIn feed. So those people will be alerted when your post goes out and you're going to find that you do a little bit, you're going to do quite a bit better, not just a little bit better, but quite a bit better than if you just didn't engage at all and you just started to post. Right. So I want to gear into really the, the overall wellness as a human being. And we know very, very much that however we we show up in our relationships in business has an overall profound effect on our on our our health and well-being right so donna you specialize in linkedin and showing up and knowing how to engage via uh, this world of social media and and i'm curious to know why does it matter so much to really have these insights and this knowledge on really to best navigate it and and have the awareness of certain things that you can do to be more uh, successful with it in business and how does that reflect to our personal lives as well yeah you know when when i look at linkedin what really attracted me to linkedin was not just that it was uh you know a social media platform but 
it was business driven. It was for professionals. And, and I like that. Uh, there's always a time and place for your family and your friends, of course, but I, I loved the idea that here was this platform for professionals and it was career oriented. Um, you know, and, and so I think when you, when you look at LinkedIn in that regard, you know what the play, you know what the playground is, right? That's what you, what you should be bringing to the table. Um, with LinkedIn though, in addition to that, it was, there's this beautiful area for your profile and this is where you could really get deliberate and intentional and tell a very specific story because people do look. They want to know who you are, who, who you're working with, um, who just called them or you know, who they just met at a, a, an event somewhere. And so here is this really powerful profile that you had the ability you know, to really control the narrative and tell people you know, who you were. And, and what you did and why it mattered and how you were different. To me, this was a really, really important thing. Um, and, and I still feel that way. To me, when, when you look at your brand, you know, in so many, for so many people, it, it's, it's tenuous. It's, it's not something that you can, you know, immediately grab onto, but suddenly the LinkedIn profile put it there front and center. And so for me, it's, you know, the wellness part is the brand and, and helping people get really clear on their story because when they see their story and they see their future, now they have something to head to and good things happen. Oh, that's really beautiful. I like that. It's really being able to create the person that you want to be seen as, that you want to portray in the world. And it, it is very good to be able to shed some light on that. Now, speaking of Donna, I would love to shine some more light on you and your personal journey. What really had you start navigating towards this, this world in LinkedIn and knowing that you needed to show up in a certain regard or why it was important to you? What were some of the steps along the journey where this became a passion of yours? You know, I, I've I've always been um, I, I've always just loved technology. I had a, a VIC twenty computer and then a Commodore sixty four. So like early, early on in like the eighties, I had you know computers and and things like that. And and you know, so for me, you know, everyone talked to like, oh, social media was this big thing, but. I had been doing social media in the forms of like, you know, the old bulletin board systems and, you know, you know, internet relay chat, you know, way before them. So in some ways I was already really primed. Like none of that was new to me. It was, it was something I was very, very familiar with. Um, and then you couple that with my sales background and the fact that, you know, I had been tapped in, with my old, old company uh, to develop a CRM, you know, a Salesforce automation type of tool for our, for our team. Like I said, it really all came together for me. So when I saw LinkedIn, I was like, oh my God, this is so many different things combined into one. Um, then I was in sales and I was cold calling and, you know, looking at people's profiles, I wanted to see something. I wanted to learn more. And I rarely did. And to me, this was this, this huge, huge, uh, just like just missing the ball. Like people could be doing so much with it and mm. they, they weren't. And so like, it all just came together and it wasn't like, you know, I went to college for it. <laughs> there was already a path there, but everything just sort of came together for me. And it was all of these disparate experiences that I'd had. Ah, oh, that's, that's very cool. What? Donna, what are some of the stories that you have with some of the, the people that you've seen? Let's talk about some of that business transformation because you, you spoke a little bit about that is how it can really propel you into different things when you navigate it and use it in the, the right ways. And so what are some of the stories that you might have in your back pocket where you've really seen some major transformation with, with people's professional lives? Yeah. You know, so often people call me when they're at a crossroads where, you know, they look back at their career and it's been full of success. They've had a lot of accomplishments, a lot of good things. And because of all of those good things, opportunities fell into their lap. They never had to look for a job. Jobs sort of just 
found them. And, and so they bounced around and, you know, they finally find themselves at this crossroads and they want to take control. They, 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 they want to now suddenly become the captain of their career. And they're looking and they're saying, okay, how, how do I do this? It's, it's always been just sort of like given to me. I've always, it's been, you know, I've been fed these opportunities. Now, how do I move forward hmm. and how do I direct my career to where I want to go? And how do I find these opportunities? The other thing that this type of person has is because things just landed in their lap. They, they never truly branded themselves. They don't have, you know, that profile. They don't have the resume. They don't have the bio and they don't even have the story as to who they are and what their values are and what their mission is and what, you know, what are they passionate about? And so, you know, for me, it's, it's, it's helping people at that, at that point and really helping them get clear as to their vision, but also helping them understand who, who they are, you know, and, and where they've come from and, and how it aligns to where they want to go. And making sure that everything is professionally written, but authentic and genuine. And when a person sees that, it, it really is, a, it's, 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 it's monumental to, to suddenly see it right there presented in front of them. You know, I, I, I think of I have so many stories, but, you know, I, I think of this one um, individual, he'd, he'd contacted me, he was in his 50s, and he'd lost his job. And he was, he was so scared, you know, it was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I'm in technology. Am I, am I too old now? Will I, will I not find <laughs> that next position? And, and he came to me because he wanted to really showcase this background and showcase his brand. We put everything together and he'd said that, you know, he, he applied for this position, um, and he kept looking and he could see the people from that company over a series of weeks hitting his profile, viewing his profile. So he knew that he was having some success there. And, and because of all of the work that we did on the profile and the resume and getting him ready and getting him prepared for the interviews and being able to really articulate his journey and, and, and how it aligned to this, this position, he, he got the job and it was paying 40% more, was closer to his mm. house. He was so much happier than where he had been. And, and he felt, he had said, like, I thought everything ahead of me was going to be worse. Like, I, I never would have imagined that this next opportunity would have actually positioned me in a better place, but it did. But that's what happens when you get really intentional, you get deliberate and, and, and you embrace it and go with it. Yeah. Uh, what I hear so much of, like, that's 100% a lot of the transformation of where we we all get this point in, in some aspect of our lives at some time in our lives where our world is kind of shaken up or our career fields are a little shaken up. And, and nowadays we see even more and more and more that people are going through numerous career fields throughout their life. And when we get to that point of, you know, we're, we're nervous, we're afraid, um, when we start learning and understanding the tools that, that we can put in our tool belt, it gives us this sense of empowerment and, and courage and new hope in order to really see a new future for ourselves and envision it even more and more. So I think that is such a beautiful example of someone who is kind of mid-career and they, they don't really know how to access new potentials. And when given some new tools, uh, it just truly empowers them. So I think that's such a beautiful example that you you played with and, and let us envision that with us. It, I really felt what it would feel like because I think that when we're in those positions too, it's a sense of identity crisis where where we we have this fear of the unknown. So that is exactly what you do. You really offer people this new insight for this new vision of what they can bring into their lives and create for themselves. So I want to go into one of our sponsorship commercials. And when we come back, we're going to highlight a few more of those tips and tricks that people can truly utilize for themselves on a LinkedIn profile. So stay tuned. Hey, it's Jim Morris, founder of Impact Events. This is a six-month program that we're kicking off 
with a massive one-day conference. Have you ever been to a one-day, two-day, three-day conference and then left with a ton of momentum and excitement and then found yourself deflated almost two weeks later? Spent a lot of money on that conference and you just wish you had an opportunity to potentially ask a speaker that follow-up question that would allow you to break those barriers in your business. I've been there a million times, spent a lot of money, and that's how this event is different. We're going to bring you back so you can ask additional questions to break down those barriers that you face in your business. So if you're ready to take action, invest in yourself, and change the trajectory of your life and your business, click the button below and grab your ticket before they run out. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Candy Apple Advocacy, the podcast for parents who want to advocate for their children's education. I'm Jim Mallard, and I'm here with my wife, Tabby. We've been through the trenches of raising kids in the school system and know how tough it can be. But we also know how essential it is to advocate for your child and their education. That's why we started this podcast, to share our experiences and insights with other parents to help them become more effective advocates for their children. On this podcast, we'll talk about everything from general education, general school advice, the school choices you have available to you, different education styles, individualized education plans, 504s, and all those key terms that you've heard but don't know what they are. We'll talk to experts. We'll also talk to parents and hear their stories. We'll share our stories with you and give you tools you need to be a strong advocate for your child and yourself. Whether you're a new parent, or have been in the game for a while. We invite you to join our community. Let's advocate together. So Donna, back to you. I, I think it's so exciting when I have professionalism such as yourself and you know people who are truly experts in their field. And I know that you're an expert because uh, you have written one of the books for dummies when it comes to LinkedIn. And so first off, I would love to touch a little bit on how did you feel when they came to you to ask you for your expertise for an entire book for LinkedIn for dummies? What was that like for you? Oh, it was, I will always remember that phone call and, and it, it was validating. Um, but what I think made that phone call so special was prior, a number of years prior, um, when I first started my business, I remember my father had said to me, you're not an expert unless you've written a book. So you need to write a book on this topic. And, and I remember he'd said, contact the free dummies people contact them and th they'll let you write a book on LinkedIn for them. And it, it was, it was, it was such a, like, he was such a big dreamer. And at the time I just, I couldn't imagine it. And so I didn't, I did not contact them. What I ended up doing was I did write a book, but I self-published it. And when it went, when it showed up on Amazon, my father, uh, he, he, he down, he, he purchased it actually. And he had it sent to him and he saw that I had dedicated the book to him. Um, and he was so proud. And I remember, you know, he'd said the only thing that would have been better is if this was a four dummies book. <laughs> he, he, he sadly passed away two weeks after. Um, but it was, it was actually, it was just a few years after that. So it was uh, like 2015, 2016, my phone rang and it was the acquisitions editor from Four Dummies from John Wiley. And they said, we found you on, of all places, Twitter, <laughs> not even LinkedIn, but they found me on Twitter. She found me through this, you know, I posted something and she went down the bunny trail of, of LinkedInMakeover.com and all of the, the good stuff that we've been producing. And she said, I think, you know, you could, you could really, you know, create an amazing book on just this topic alone, just on LinkedIn profiles. Mm -hmm. And, um, I was, I was so happy, so happy. I still am happy. It's, 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 and then to have a second edition as well, very proud of it. But, you know, I think looking back, you know, I, I, I do wish my father had, you know, knew <laughs> that I ended up writing a four dummies book on this topic. Um, but I also think it's, it's a good reminder that, you know, I don't know what would have happened. You know, maybe had I had I called them back then, they would have said yes. Who knows? But, you know, I do wish and I think I've learned that, you know, it it is a good thing to dream big. Uh, well, Donna, first off, I'm so sorry for for that loss and 
You know, I would also venture to say that he does know that you have written the books for dummies. And also, you know, this is such a great testament to the people in our lives that really encourage us, the people that are dreamers, that dream big, that are able to show us that vision. Again, very much so what you do for your clients to give them a bigger picture and to see what is possible for, for yourself. And, and I think that is such a, a, a lovely example of how your father showed up for you. What else did he do for you? How has he really influenced you in, in life and in, in business? You know, he, he was, he was the one who, who brought me into uh, corporate, um, you know, he was able to get me that he was help, able to position me and, and get me that first job, which, you know, Hey, thank goodness for nepotism sometimes, <laughs> but, um, you know, he, he really, he, he, he helped me understand, um, you know, how to run a business, how to, how to think in terms of sales, you know, how to prospect, um, those are all things that aren't easy and they don't, I don't think come naturally to most people. Um, but he was able to really show me how, how to do that and how to, how to, how to, how to work in a manner that, you know, was true to me and ethical. And, and, you know, that's the nice thing about, I think about owning your own businesses. You, you make the rules and you decide how you want to play and how you want to, how to conduct yourself and how you want the business to conduct itself. And, and for me, it's, it's customer service. It's, it's really giving as much value as possible and always being there for my clients. And my father was definitely, you know, very, very instrumental in, in believing that. I think that it again it's really really key to talk about the people who have inspired us along the journey the people that we have learned the most from and I think that's so lovely that it was your your father and he really propelled you and pushed you into doing the things that really led you to this point and so I, I want to go back a little bit to where uh, the the people for um the books the the dummy series mm -hmm how they found you and how they approached you. And they said, well, we didn't actually find you on LinkedIn. The reason I want to bring that up is because it really does shed some light on why sometimes it's also important to, to expand yourself and to be on different platforms. Mm -hmm. There's, there's a lot of feedback that says when you're first starting out, just pick one or two because you don't want to overextend yourself, you know, when you're a, you're brand new at this. But at the same time, let's talk more about the LinkedIn aspect because this is your expertise. Mm -hmm. So why is it more important than ever now at this time period to know how to network on the LinkedIn platform? You know, with, with, with LinkedIn, you know, I've said it before, but it is a professional network. And, and I think there's something very, very attractive about that. You know that people are coming to LinkedIn and, and they're doing this for business. They're doing this for their, their, you know, their professional side. Um, you know, with, with LinkedIn, it's, it's, it has become a place where you can engage and you can tell your story. And that right there is, is important. You know, it's a different world out there. You know, we're not going to get a job and stay there for 30 years. It doesn't, those opportunities are very, very far and few between. Um, and you may even find that you have side gigs and, and uh, you know, small little business, uh, you know, forays. And you may, you know, find that you're consulting or you're doing freelance work as well as, you know, being, being an employee. Uh, there's so many different ways a career can, can unfurl. And so, you know, when we think of that, you know, what really can keep all of this running? It's, it's your network. And so to have that network in a place like LinkedIn, where um, they keep it up to date, you have it there, it's solidified, it's not in your brain. Um, and it's a place where you can engage with them. They're there for you. And it's what's going to help you grow and develop in your career, regardless of how it may go. I mean, you may find that you know, you're, you're changing positions every few years and that's not a failure. It's just the way it is nowadays. What would you say, Donna, alongside all of that, what is the importance of our connections that we have? How does that really play a part in, 
you know, how we expand and the things that we're made aware of, how do, what, what is the importance of connections and how would you say to people to really utilize that, to really maybe get outside of their comfort zone to ask questions or, or have more of a, of a connection with these people? Yeah. You know, I, I think in some ways you, you want to think of your network as, as almost like this, this sales team that's out there and, and you're, you're part of their bag of goodies that they can, you know, offer. And, and I don't want to get too caught up in like the salesy aspect. I don't mean it like that, but, but you know, you're someone that people can turn to and say, oh, you need help. Here's someone who can help you. Right. Like it's a good thing. It's, it's, it's being that almost like, like that conduit. Right. And, and so, you know, when you think of your, your network, you, you want to mobilize it, you want to activate it. You and as well as you want to be doing good for the people in your network as well. So it's not just them doing good for you, but it's how can you help them? You know, to me, it's, 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 this is a way of, of, doing good, helping others, you know, helping others develop and progress. And, and it's, it's a give and take. So, you know, that network is something that you do want to spend time and, and really make sure that you're shaping it, you're growing it, but you're also cultivating it. So let's take, you know, a, an example of now we, we are making connections on LinkedIn how would you say, how do we really forge strong, deep connections that we create on LinkedIn and also to bloom outside of that in the real world? You know, with, with LinkedIn, you want to make sure that you're scrolling, <laughs> you scroll through that feed and, and it is, you know, the secret sauce is the engagement. So if you just scroll past a post and you don't engage they don't know that you saw it. They don't know that, you know, and you're not certainly helping them if you just scroll past it. So, you know, part of, you know, cultivating these relationships is to, is to, you know, is to activate, is to get in there and, and tag, you know, like comment and like, um, and, and you want to do that. You don't want to do it. You don't have to do it every single day, or you don't have to do it all day long. We all have jobs and lives to lead. But if you can get to that point where you scroll through your feed, you see what people are posting, you like, you comment, you share, and, and you are engaging. That's a first step. Uh, the other thing is you also want to think in terms of, you know, the one-on-one. -on -one. So know who your network is, like go through and make, see who, who haven't you talked to in a while? Uh, you know, what, have you done something or seen something that maybe you can add some value and you can do a one-on-one -on -one type of a message. Uh, you know, also think in terms of recommendations. This is something we, we rarely talk about anymore. At one time it was such a big piece of LinkedIn, but it's still there. And I think it's something that so many people just don't utilize. And that is, you know, if someone does something great, yeah, it's nice to, to say thank you so much in an email or a phone, but isn't it even better to go on LinkedIn and, and post about it and maybe even leave them that recommendation? It's little things like that, that make a big difference. Hmm. I think that's something that maybe a lot of people need to know more about that. There's that there's so many different levels and aspects of the, the LinkedIn platform, right? Where you can leave people recommendations and you can give them shout outs and even more so than just on their feed. And so I think that's a really important aspect that people can really hone in on. And I, I like that you talk about really being able to engage and see. Now I'm curious, Donna, what, what are some of the things that you do and you create in your own schedule in order to make time for engagement? Because like you said, we all have lives, but what are some of the things that you have discovered that really work well for you? So you are meeting that time for engagement. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's, it's beyond just the time. I mean, certainly there's, there's carving out and saying, all right, I'm going to definitely make sure that I'm going to get in there. But I also think it's it's having a list, knowing who you are targeting, knowing who you want to make sure that you're staying in touch with. Because LinkedIn won't always just naturally show you these posts. Sometimes they will, sometimes they won't. Sometimes you have to train it. And so, you know, make sure that if you've just met a few people, 
write their names down on a sticky, put, you know, grab the, the link to their, their posts page on LinkedIn and put it into a spreadsheet or bookmark it and make sure that you're not just allowing the LinkedIn feed to funnel you the content that it thinks is important, but make sure that you're also bookmarking and visiting the content that you want to see. Hmm. I think that 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 is a really good feedback to to mark things down and to do you use some sort of a, a, a calendar or some sort of anything that helps you balance in some of these reminders? No, I, I don't use the calendar. I probably should. But I'm one of those people. I'm so addicted to it that it's just I'm more or less like I have to tell myself to get off of LinkedIn as opposed to remind myself to get on it. Um, I, I think for a lot of people, you know, I, I often have said that, you know, when you're on your uh, phone, just make sure that the LinkedIn app is on that home screen. And uh, as you're fighting to visit TikTok or Instagram, just you know, just say, no, let's, let's do, let's do LinkedIn. Um, but no, you're, you're right there. Sometimes people do need that. They might need a calendar app. They might need something to really help them. But, but ultimately I find that if you can force yourself to do it a little bit, you do start to see some really good things happen. And once you start to see those good things, then suddenly the habit has been created and you're more apt to, to start clicking and scrolling. I feel like, you know, when we when we sit on the engagement piece a little bit here and and we talk about what that's like, you certainly remember the people who are commenting and engaging on your stuff. It's a form of flattery like like no other, I think, in the digital <laughs> sense. And when we do have the opportunities to meet people in the real world, we don't forget that and we don't forget their face and we don't forget the things that they said and the way that they made us feel. So I, I think that that is a very strong component of, of how much we really uh, flatter somebody else <laughs> because we're telling them, you know, yeah. how much we like what they're putting out there into the world. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's, there's also an element of drip feed marketing to it. Like you just keep showing up. Like you can't forget this person. They're always there. They always have something valuable to add, something to say. And, and you're absolutely right. My goodness, they're paying attention to me. <laughs> that makes me feel good. And, and that's, there's that that quote, you know, no one cares, you know, if what your what your expertise is until they know how much you care. And I think that mm. that kind of goes right along with it. Yeah, absolutely. So let's let's shift a little bit and talk about the the profile itself. How do people really optimize their profile in order to be seen? So you you've shed some light on really being able to engage, and I think that's incredible. Let's shift and get people a little bit more tips and tricks on what they can do for their profile itself. You know, I think the the number one tip that I can I can give is when you are approaching the LinkedIn profile first, give yourself time. A lot of times people think, oh, you know what? I have five minutes. Let me let me pop in there and, and get it started or let me do it in 15 minutes. It's, it's going to take you longer. So please understand that there's a lot that goes in there. It's a very, very robust profile. It's not 140 characters or 120 characters. It's, 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 it's extensive. So you do want to give yourself time. The, the other thing is you don't want to just jump in. You know, so many times people just immediately start, you know, going through and filling out the fields, but they're not filling out the fields with any strategy or goal or intention. It's just like, let me, let me just fill it out. But what you want to do is really think, you know, why are you on LinkedIn? What is your goal? You know, some people are on it for job search. Some people are on it for reputation management. Some people are on it for, you know, sales and marketing. You know, some people are on it because uh, they're doing it for, you know, they want to really use it as a platform to, to, to tell the world about their expertise, right? So everyone's on it for a different reason. And so you want to make sure you're really clear on the reason. You want to make sure you're clear on your target audience who they are, what they care about, what do they need to know about you, as well as what do you want to tell them? What do you want them to know about you? And then you need to really think in terms of keywords as well, because you know people are searching LinkedIn. It's not always just by name. Sometimes it is by keywords. So if you want to get found, know what the words people are using to find someone like you, make sure you sprinkle it through your profile. And then if, if you can at least engage in that first level, 
and then start to go through, you're going to find that you have a lot more success. Ah, so that, I heard a lot of really great things there. Um, so you definitely want to take your time. I'm curious, Donna, is, is more information better than instead of, you know, oftentimes we hear less is more, but <laughs> in the LinkedIn world, is it the opposite where we want to put more information and highlight ourselves more so? Yeah. In, in some ways it is. Um, with that said, you want to do it intentionally and you want to make sure that there's a reason for what you're saying, right? It's not to just go big, just to go big, but you want to go big knowing that you are telling a very uh, smart, intriguing, interesting story. It forwards you into the future. It aligns you to where you want to go. Um, you know, oftentimes people will say, oh, you know what, Don, I, I didn't put a lot in there because I didn't want it to look like I was trying too hard. Mm. Like, so you want to look like you're not trying at all, like it's somehow better. <laughs> so it, it's really striking that balance. And, and again, it's, it, it is hard for people, you know, it's, it really is hard, especially when content can be created with a snap of the fingers, you almost need that objective third party to come in and, and say, yeah, you know, this is going to forward you, this is going to align you to your goal. This is a great way of, of, really telling your story and intriguing your, your target audience and, and getting them to want to click because ultimately we want that conversion, right? We don't want a person who just looks at the profile and goes, oh, all right, next. We want a person who, who looks at it and they feel something. They, they, they like you. They feel the warmth of your personality. They, they're impressed with who you are. There's, there's more confidence in, in who you are and what you deliver. That's what we're really aiming for in a good optimized profile. This is definitely the place where you're supposed to highlight yourself, right? And <laughs> I, I can only imagine, Donna, I'm sure that the, the majority of your clients are very much like that, where they it, it is a difficult thing to shine your light because you feel like that's not really well accepted or like you're you're bragging, so to speak. And and I think that it's the exact opposite on this platform where we it's really you have to be intentional and get yourself out there, you know, really highlight all of the incredible gifts that you have that you offer to the world, because people are going to be able to see that and they pay attention to that. That's the purpose, excuse me, and the point of this particular platform. And I understand that very, very well, whereas uh, a business owner myself, I have to ask other people to do certain aspects for me of the business where I am not great at. And that is exactly really giving big shout outs and highlighting me. For instance, my photograph, I don't want it on anything. I don't want to be highlighted. And so I, I have to have other people do that marketing piece for me because otherwise I just don't want to go there. And so it's interesting, the different aspects that we, we have to portray in business uh, because we are marketing ourselves and that's that's a foreign thing if you're not used to doing it and you didn't initially go into that that marketing aspect or you didn't learn yeah. it in school and what all of those things mean and the importance of it the other thing that i really took away from this is that you know beginning with the end in mind and the importance of that when you're beginning your your linkedin profile journey is really have an understanding of the people that you want to be in front of that you want to know and and the end result it's like what field and areas do you want to be uh highlighted in mm -hmm. yeah absolutely you want to be intentional you want to be deliberate and 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 you want to have a you know an idea of like how do i want to be perceived you know what is that tone? What is that personality? What is that flair that I want to put out there? And, and recognize that you don't have to go it alone, right? Mm. I mean, you can, you certainly can. I, I don't want to, you know, sway anyone from just not trying it, but, but it's hard to write about yourself. You know, it really is. And so it's nice to know that, you know, there are agencies like, like mine, where we will help you and we will help navigate this and, and, you know, hold you by the hand and listen and, you know, help you articulate all of those things. And, and in a manner where when you are working with a professional writer, they have a knack of being able to subtly say things and it doesn't sound arrogant. It doesn't sound like they're bragging or you're bragging. It, it, it just sounds very natural and normal and, and informative. And that's, that's what we want. Yes. 
leave it to the professionals <laughs> who are really great and honed in on that. Now, Donna, you have this incredible team that is able to help assist so many people in this regard. And, and I think that is so great. It's been awesome to have you on the Wellness Driven Life Show. I want to make sure, again, that people know where to find you and your team and these services. Because when we're talking about a wellness-driven life, these things make a world of difference. When stress is the number one killer, let's say, it matters how we can push off other things to those professionals to create ease and access into our lives in order to really, truly push us into greatness, into being more creative in the things that we're supposed to be creative in. And so again, Donna's uh, site is www.linkedin-makeover.com. Uh, easy peasy spelling. I don't think I need to spell that out. That is also going to be in the description below. Again, Donna, it's been fascinating to have you on the Wellness Driven Life Show. Is there anything else you want to share with our audience today? You, you know, April, I, I think it's, it, it touches upon what you had said, you know, there is stress in life. And, and so often you know, there is that uncertainty, you know, is my business do, going to do well? You know, am I going to lose my job? What's does the, you know, what does the future look like? And it, it can get overwhelming, but you can, you know, take control and, and know that you have this great profile and it's attracting recruiters and, and, and clients and prospects and, and, and knowing that you're putting yourself out there in the right way, good things happen. You attract great opportunities and, and you can say, you know, I, I choose, I choose to, I choose to be deliberate. I choose to be intentional and I'm going to sit down and I'm going to get this stuff together. And it is a huge load off your back when you have it done and it's now behind you. It really is. Thank you again, Donna. And I want to make sure too is now your books that you have created too. If people want to dive into the knowledge that you've put out there in the written word, is that also accessible through your website? Yeah, I mean, it, certainly you can visit my website, but it, it's easiest just to go to Amazon and type in LinkedIn profile optimization for dummies. I also have on my LinkedIn makeover site an AI generative uh, profile application as well. So if you, mm -hmm. you know, you just don't have the budget, but you want to make that transformational change, uh, we help you do that as well. I think that's incredible that you've really started going into AI as well. So with that in mind, Donna, you, you've already been doing and honed in on, on something very specific. Now, what is next for you in the world of AI and the, the virtual aspect of where we're going? You know, AI is is so fascinating and, and I absolutely do adore it. I love it. And, you know, it is scary at the same time. It is scary. I'm not going to, you know say it's not, but I do think AI offers so much. But at the same time, you know, when we 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 think about AI, we also want to care about the human eye. And I think there's still going to be a need to know that you have someone to turn to and someone that, you know, who really does care because AI doesn't care. So it's nice to be that that human component that you know can utilize AI and can be that buffer and can be that conduit but still offers that ability to sit down and talk and, and really make sure that it doesn't just look pretty or it just doesn't sound pretty, but there's really meaning and passion behind it. What are you most passionate about in that realm? In the realm of AI or the realm yeah. of LinkedIn? In the realm of AI, what are you most passionate about? Like, what are you, what are you excited about in a, the future world of that? You know, I, I, I'm not even thinking of the future as much as because I feel like the future is now, you know, to be able to go onto chat GPT and, and have these conversations and, and put information in and get things created. It's to me, it's, it's amazing. And I do love it. But again, I do think it's important that the human eye is, is a part of it because, you know, it's, it's one thing for there to be fluff. There's another thing for there to really be meaning behind it. And it's the meaning piece that I, I'm most, I find most important. Oh, well, thank you again, Donna, for sharing your wisdom and expertise about LinkedIn and professionalism and what all that means to us and how we show up in the world in that regard. Very much appreciate you being on the Wellness Driven Life Show. Thank you so much. 
for being here. And I want to share with the audience, thank you so much for tuning into the show. We appreciate your support always. And until next time, goodbye for now. We will see you later.